welcome to the Teen Boss Babe podcast. I'm your host, Paola, founder of Socials by Paola and Teen Boss Babes. I'm obsessed with supporting young entrepreneurs on making their business dreams come true. Stick around with me and learn all about starting your journey, how to grow, how to be successful, other boss babe journeys, and my journey. Now, let's get into being a Teen Boss Babe. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Teen Boss Babes podcast. Today, we have Grace. Grace is a photographer and graphic designer. I'm so excited to learn more about her story, and I hope you guys are as well. Hi, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to learn more about your journey and who you are and what you do. So just to get started, please let everyone know who you are, what you do, and anything like that. Yeah, so my name is Grace Jicka. I live in the Central Florida area, and I'm actually currently a student at Southeastern University in Lakeland. So I'm entering my senior semester of college, my last semester of college, um, and I'm studying journalism. And on the side, I am a freelance photographer and graphic designer, mainly focused on lifestyle photography and wedding photography, and then for graphic design, a lot of layout design and branding for small businesses. Yay, I love that. Oh my God, I'm so excited to learn more about your journey, especially that you are in college. Um, and I love having college people on here, anyone that is still a student, because I feel like it's important to learn more about your story and how you're doing this while still being in school. So I'm so, so excited. Are you ready to get into some questions? Yeah. Okay, so the first question I have is, please tell us a little bit about your journey. How, plus when did you start your business? So I started photography when I was really young. I always loved art and I also always loved writing, which is kind of what brought me to study journalism. Um, but I took art classes when I was younger and eventually got my hands on a camera when I was probably like nine or 10. It was just like a little Kodak point and shoot. And I just loved art. I loved color, composition. I loved creating images and drawing and painting and just everything that came with um, visual art. So from that, I kind of continued to take photos on the little point and shoot and eventually decided to upgrade to a DSLR camera, which is like a more fancy or professional camera um, from Canon's intro level line. So I decided to purchase my first camera when I was, I think I was 13 or 14, maybe older. Um, but we were gone, going on a road trip from New Jersey out to Colorado and back and hitting a ton of national parks. So I bought the camera in hopes of capturing the landscape there. I didn't actually buy it to start a business. I just loved photography and really wanted to learn more about it. So I bought my first camera. And then from that, I kind of started doing Sweet Sixteens, portraits, lifestyle photography. I actually started out photographing horse shows because I grew up riding horses. So I'd bring my camera to all the shows, photograph all my friends during their events. Um, and that's kind of where my roots in photography were. And then when I moved to Florida and started college is when things really began to pick up. And that's when I dipped my toes more into like the wedding industry. Yes, I love that. I love how you like started out with not even knowing you were going to start a business. Um, and I feel like that happens to everyone. Like it just naturally comes. Um, and like relating to that, I think that happened to me. Like I did not even know I was going to start a business and it naturally just came to me and look at where we are now. Um, but it's also love to see that you're doing what you love. Um, and I think that's like the important thing. Like you love taking photos and even if it wasn't for, you know, making money off it or having a business, like you were, you still had a passion for photos. Um, and especially when being younger, because when I was little, I know I had like, I feel everyone that's listening probably had that photography phase where they thought they were like the best photographer in the world. <laughs> um, and I had one of those like point, like the Canon point shot um, cameras too. So I feel like it's just cool that you expanded on that. And you knew that that was like something you love doing, which I love because it's, it's also something that a lot of people don't think can be a career or mm -hmm. you can actually like make money off being a photographer, but it's so much more than that. And I'm so excited to learn more about that in this episode. So the next question is, 
you kind of really explained a little bit about it, but why did you want to start your business? Like, what was that exact moment you were like, I want to start expanding, you know, to more type of photography? Yeah, I, like I said before, I purchased a camera, like, literally not even thinking about having a business. Um, the, my first exposure really was when one of our family friends, I was like thinking about getting the DSLR and she invited me out on a shoot with her to uh, teach me how to use manual. So she let me use one of her DSLRs and like it was my first time holding like a nice like expensive camera and I learned how to use it because she taught me and it was like so generous and kind of her. And that was my first exposure to someone who did photography for a living. I just kind of didn't realize that people were freelancing doing this. I was also younger. Um, so even when I got my camera and stuff, I had it, you know, in the back of my mind, but it wasn't really something that I thought I would turn into a business because I was in high school and I was in school hoping to become a veterinarian. I was in like a science program. So my whole entire high school career revolved around agriculture and animal science. So coming into college is when I really started to get my business off the ground. I had shot a little bit in high school um, and that's kind of when I started getting paid and I just like didn't really like expect it. I wasn't like, you know, trying to necessarily start a business. People were just offering to pay me and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like I like doing this and now I can make money. Like that's great. Um, so that's kind of when my business started. But when I kind of made more of a conscious choice was in college when I really started to dive into business and marketing and learning the legalities of taxes and, you know, getting your business license and insurance and all those things that came a lot later. Um, but you know, when I first started, I guess, making money and kickstarting my business, it was technically in high school. I just didn't quite have the business mindset until I was a little bit older. Yeah. I love that. And I like how you shared that you started out in high school and you kind of figured out the more business side once you started college. Um, but the good thing that you did have that experience in high school and that nothing's like you actually started in high school um, and that expanded you to moving on into college, which, you know, you get to know more stuff and it gets to get more in depth and you learn new skills. So learning, I mean, going into skills, how did you learn the skills that you implemented into your business? I know you that you said um, that you like kind of did photography when you were little and growing up, but kind of what skills like helped you exactly get those higher paying jobs or get you to market your business to more people? Yeah. Um, so I would say I'm mainly self-taught in up until like my sophomore year of college, I would say I was completely self-taught as a photographer. And still to this day, I haven't taken formal like photography classes in college necessarily, but um, I was in college as a graphic design major when I entered. And that is highly um there's a lot of studio art classes involved with a graphic design major which people wouldn't know necessarily because you think it's all on computers but i was taking drawing classes painting classes two-dimensional design um you know color theory typography those are all things that i learned in college and i definitely implemented them into my business because i learned a lot about colors and how they play off of each other and composition and then going into graphic design my two-dimensional design class kind of taught me the process of taking a word or a concept and turning that into a full-fledged cleaned up design so those are things that I had more formal training in but on the photography side of things and like how to operate a camera how to run a business I never had business classes and I never had photography classes it was more like journalism classes that taught me storytelling color theory classes that taught me about color and you know um, digital design classes that taught me about how to use the software um, those are classes that kind of played into my photography business and kind of helped me to refine my skills as I was improving as a photographer and my business at that point had already been started but it was just helping me build on um, what I already kind of had taught myself or learned on YouTube. Yeah I think that's actually interesting that 
you didn't take any classes that were around um, photography because I feel like that's super interesting. A lot of people think, oh, like she's able, you know, to get where she is now because of classes. But it's also really important that like teaching yourself, being self-taught is also really important. Um, for example, if you think like of a makeup artist, they're usually self-taught and a photographer, photographer can be the same. An Instagram manager can be the same. A YouTube manager can be the same. So anything can happen even if you teach yourself, I guess. That's kind of like where you're coming from. Um, yes. So kind of like how you said about graphic design um, and you went into college, you did, oh my God, wait, you went into college starting out with graphic design. Um, I always actually love asking people about their websites because I love how unique each person's <laughs> website is and I love your website. Um, so I would love to know what gave you inspiration to format the webs your website the way it is. Yeah, so my old website was very um, young, I feel like, and as I've gotten older, I want to kind of appear as someone who's more mature and well-rounded in the industry and even a little bit more high-end. I did kind of want to change and shift my brand and pivot into something that is more of a luxury photography experience because that is something that I am giving to my clients. So um, I kind of transitioned from, I used a lot of the same copy from my old website, which I had written two years ago and kind of refined over the years as things were updated. Um, so I went from like a lot of pinks and reds and um, neutrals and like cute script fonts into something more structured with neutral colors. And I felt like that kind of made me look a little bit more, um, almost more corporate in a way, but not in that sense. Like I still wanted to look creative, but I did want it to be taken a little bit more seriously. So a lot of like geometric designs, more um, like less cursive and script and a little bit more structure to my fonts. I'm using a lot of serif, sans serif. There's still some script in there, but I wanted it to be really like elegant instead of young and playful. And that's why I was pairing script fonts with my um, sans serif fonts. So I took a lot of time to think about the colors and the typefaces that I wanted to use and how I wanted to, you know, structure my um, type height, uh, what's it called? Um, my type hierarchy, which is like, what is your big font and then like your subheading font and then like your little font kind of like what would make the most sense and be like the most readable. Uh, and those are all things that I learned in my graphic design class, but it was all in an effort to pivot my brand to be something that was reflecting where I was in life. And at that point, I was. I was older and like my business was being taken more seriously and I was getting more clients. So, um, yeah, just kind of pivoting into something that I felt reflected me a little bit better at like where I am currently in life as opposed to like where I was two years ago when I built my first website. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's just like a very important thing to know that you do grow up and you have to grow up with your business as well. Um, so kind of like for me, when I started out my business, I had this really bad website um, and, and then I moved on to like a better website and then at a point it got like ugly to me and I feel like that probably happened to you. Like you got to a point you're like, it was so ugly. Um, and then I actually rebranded it, but I always know that the website that I have now, I'm probably going to think it's going to be ugly like in a year. Um, and then I'm going to have to like change it again, but I feel like it's just important to acknowledge and know that that happens, that you don't always have mm -hmm. to stick with the same thing. Um, cause people might think, oh, I have to have the same website cause that's what people come to. Like they come to this website, but no, you can always change. They're coming for your services, not for your website. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, send off your website to people and be like, you know, you want to be proud of what you're sending off and like know that it really reflects you. So like it's time consuming and stuff. But once you have exactly what you wanted and what you envisioned, you're actually like really proud for your clients to see your website and you really feel like it like presents your business well. Yeah, of course. And I feel like also website being an important key to your business. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's kind of like I literally just talked about your website doesn't really matter but it does it kind of has like two aspects I guess <laughs> um, it just depends on the on the client some people don't really care about your website some people even want to mm. like for example me that I do social media they want to book through like they just book through dms or someone to book through the website so I think it just mm-hmm. depends on the person um, yeah. but in my opinion I do love like making sure my website is the way that I want it to be at the moment mm. and then if I need to change it I can change it again yeah um, for sure so thanks for sharing that. I love that. And I hope everyone knows that it's okay if your website does not look the same. Um, if you this, <laughs> it always happens. There's always going to be rebranding. Um, so the next question I think would be really, really important to share with everyone is they're probably like, what is she even doing? Like, what is she actually doing? So please let everyone know what services you offer and what exactly are each one. So I offer photography services and graphic design, but within that, um, so for t- photography, I specialize in weddings, couples, and engagements. That's just like my jam. I love it. But um, I started out doing portrait photography and like other event photography. So it's something that I have a portfolio for and I'm well-versed in. And I just love doing a lot of different things. Like I love shooting with families around the holidays and I love doing like more editorial fashion shoots. I actually work on a recurring basis with a lot of um, bloggers in the Tampa area. So that's more like editorial fashion photography. Um, so though I market for and specialize in weddings, I do shoot other things. So it's great to keep things fresh. And it's just like, that's the whole fun of photography is that every day is different. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to do the same thing every day. You can choose that for your business. And I love that. And for graphic design, I offer branding for small businesses and um, layout design, design for digital collateral, uh, print collateral. I do product photography, personal branding photography, and then a little bit of copywriting. I have more experience in the PR side of things. So press releases and like news releases, a little bit more like formal writing, but I am also skilled at blog copy and SEO. So those are things that I offer as well. Yes, I love that. I love how you have like a range of services um, that you can help anyone on. And if like someone comes for you for a photography, like product shot, they can also come for you for other things that, you know, they might be interested in. They can just go to one person. I feel like that's really important when offering one service, like you can expand it and they can just, you be their go-to person and you Mm -hmm. actually like did that for someone, for people, um, whoever is working for you. So that is really cool. I feel like it's something that a lot of people don't really do in the business world um so also you are a college student and people want to know a little bit more about you and college so I think you already shared a little bit about what college you go to but what college do you go to what are you studying and how has it helped you with your business like what you're majoring in has it helped you grow your business has it helped you get new clients anything like that Yeah, so I go to Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida. It's very small, but I love it. Um, And I'm majoring in digital journalism and minoring in graphic design, visual art, and biblical studies. So um, I have kind of a a background in art, and then my main focus is writing, um, because I'm more interested in print journalism. I'm not like a broadcasting major. So um, it's definitely helped me to learn how to storytell in an accurate way that captures detail and truly reflects the heart of the story because as a journalist your job is to tell the truth and to tell it well so whether that's through words or through photographs that's really helped me to become a better photographer considering my style is more documentary based and less like posed and like cheesy and like mildly uncomfortable in front of the camera um i'm definitely all about kind of capturing a day as it happens so Journalism has really helped me with that. And then, like I said before, my graphic design and visual art classes really helped me in graphic design, um, just, you know, because of the nature of the classes. But um, yeah, I mean, 
college really helps you to grow up really fast and um, helps you to network, especially going to a Christian college. A lot of people are getting engaged. So um, definitely helped to kickstart my business in that sense because I was getting a lot of engagements in couples and um, just being around people who are in the arts and more creative considering I was surrounded by people who were more into science in high school. It was a change and I had people who really wanted to go out and shoot with me and find really fun locations and like plan really fun shoots and stuff. Um, so even on not necessarily like the hard skills side of things, it was a lot of networking and connecting with people who kind of inspired and pushed me to improve my art in different ways. Yes, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I feel like it's really important that you said that college did help you to get those clients. Um, and especially like, you know, you go to a Christian school, so it's kind of like people are getting engaged, like you said. So it's just like a widespread of actually helping people in your community of your school and helping people outside the community of school. Um, so I actually want to know, and I feel like everyone is wondering what a day looks like, like a work day for a photographer. Like, what do you do? So not being a full-time photographer, um, I can say that I split my time between school and photography, obviously. So, um, I will explain more of a week because most days I'm not splitting my time between photography and school. Like I do photography on the weekends and I do school during the week. So during the week I go to school, I have classes, I have a job at school, I work in the public relations department and then last semester I also had an internship at a daily news outlet in my city so that was what my Monday through Friday looked like occasionally I would squeeze in photo shoots but I was gone from like 8 a.m to like 5 or 6 p.m so it was a lot to shoot at night so yeah during the week I focus on school and then on the weekends is when I find the time to shoot and run my business now of course I'm answering emails and interacting on social media during the week but my main focus during the week is school because um first off I'm paying a heck of a lot of money for it and second off I really do enjoy getting good grades and it's important to me. So um, I channel all of my energy towards school when it needs to be there. And then when it needs to be towards photography, I'm able to put 100% of my energy there because I'm splitting my time and I'm managing my time. Um, so on shoot days, normally I sent out a contract beforehand. They've paid their retainer the night before I remind them they pay their final balance. And then on the day of the shoot, I look through their pre-shoot questionnaire to see like who's going to be at the shoot, um, if anyone extra is going to be there, some of their favorite songs so I can put together a playlist for them. And then we show up, we do the shoot. Um, and then I go home, I back everything up into a cloud and then onto two different hard drives. And then I edit everything and send it off to the client. So um, being a smaller photographer, or not necessarily smaller, but a photographer who doesn't do it full time, I'm able to stay really caught up on my editing. That is definitely not the case for everybody. Or like if I'm shooting a wedding, I'm obviously not editing the wedding that night. It's way too much. Um, but for regular sessions, I actually like usually have a less than 24 hour turnaround time because I'm able to just get it done really quickly. Oh my God, that's so good. Like that kind of like, I relate to that because when I do YouTube intros, like I'm so fast. So I kind of like give everything back in less than 24 hours. So it's really cool to see that you, that you're a photographer and it does take more detail. Like you're able to turn around with that. Um, and I also feel like that's just an important key of also building your business and knowing that, oh, some, like she might be able to give me my, you know, my pictures in less than 24 hours. Like that's amazing for anyone that is a photographer. Um, I've had like photographer like you know shoots before and they usually take like two months to give me the pictures um and then sometimes they look the same I'm just like it took you two <laughs> months um, my turnaround time is technically like in my contract it's two weeks but I always say like um over serve what is it under under promise and over deliver yeah under promise and over deliver so like I'll say you'll get 15 images in two weeks and then I'll give you 30 in 24 hours you know and that is what is going to set you apart people are going to be like wow oh my gosh she got this to me so fast yes. 
those are how you create people who truly like love your work and like respect your business. So yes, I love that. Oh my God. So I actually didn't have this question ready, but do you have any like special type of like shoot that you've ever done? Like the exact, like the, the one you like the most. (laughs) So, um, I love like just real weddings and um you know as much as i would love to do at destinations and go to these beautiful places and photograph things i really appreciate the weddings that are in front of me even if they're in a dimly lit chapel that is like super hard for me to photograph and i'm in this tiny hotel room with all these bridesmaids and it's not it's not necessarily a picture perfect high budget wedding day on a mountain um but I did have this one wedding and it was, of course, it was actually, it wasn't a beautiful place, but you know, it was intimate, it was friends and family and it was two um, couple, it was a couple who were like older and further along in their life. And it was just the blending of their two families and their kids just like were so close with each other. And the couple was just so in love that I was like crying through their ceremony because it was just so beautiful to watch. And that is what I live for at weddings. You know, it's not always like, I mean, of course I'm there to create beautiful art, but it's not the mountaintop moments with the beautiful sunsets. It's just, you know, watching two people who truly love each other. Um, Like being a part of something that's so intimate is like a huge honor. So um, I really consider it like a great honor to be there for those moments. So yeah, I'd have to say that wedding was probably my favorite wedding that I've done to date because it was just like so emotional and really, really special for me to be there. Yes. Oh my God. That's so cute. And I feel like that's kind of like the reason why a lot of photographers do what they do because they love just being able to, you know, capture those moments um, and also like be the reason why they can look back at them. Um, And I feel like that's also probably a big reason why you're a photographer, like, and especially wedding photographers, like you can come back to those memories Um, and they'll remember, oh my God, that girl that shot my wedding, like (laughs) she was so nice. And now I have these pictures here and I feel like that's, I appreciate photographers so much because they literally like bring back your past like if you had an event a year ago and a photographer you had a photographer or anyone took a picture you have that memory forever and it's just really really important so I would like to say thank you for being a photographer thank you we appreciate people like you who appreciate art and photographers (laughs) yes oh my god so um we're kind of coming to the end of the interview but I actually love asking these two questions to everyone that I have on my podcast because I feel like it's important to just share um, and especially just get to know what people's goals are and plans because I feel like that's really important in anyone's life. So do you have any future plans or goals for your personal business, your person, like, I mean, your personal brand um, or your photography business, graphic design, anything like that? Yeah, my goal would be to pivot more into destination work because I feel like honestly a lot of young photographers feel that way, but I am young, so um, it would be really great to be able to travel and experience elopements and like more intimate weddings. Um, So to kind of transition into that field of things, that's my goal as a photographer. Um, And then for my business, like I would definitely love to work on more passive streams of income, especially as I will likely be getting a corporate job in the um, winter after I graduate in December. So um, that will mean a little bit less time that I can devote to photography and it would be great if I could have some passive income um but you know I really want to create products that will be really helpful to people and that people will really value and enjoy it and will be a hundred percent like worth everything that they paid for it so to create something that is going to be really helpful to other photographers or small business owners but that is affordable and reasonably priced and accessible for them um, that can help them but it can also help me you know be financially stable after I graduate <laughs> 
Yes. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing that. And the last one is going to be, what advice would you give other teens who want to start their own business? Yeah, I would say just go for it. I started my business when I was a teenager, technically, even though I'm 21 right now. Um, but I did start it when I was like 17 or 18, I think. So um, just start doing what you love doing. I mean, specifically, like when I speak to photographers, I just say, you know, get out and shoot, try everything, try couples, try families, try sports, you know, try everything, see what you like. And then once you figure out what you like, continue to shoot a lot of things. You're still in the beginning and you still would like to make money. So, you know, feel free to take on everything, but start marketing towards um, what you want to be paid to do. So if you want to shoot weddings, post weddings on your social media and market for them. If you want to shoot families, do that. And then I do think the same goes for other people. If you want to be managing social media for um, like an Instagram influencer, but you're technically like right now working for like a restaurant or something like that, you know, maybe don't necessarily advertise that, you know, advertise what you would like to be paid to do. Um, just learn business and be really smart about marketing because you can be extremely skilled and have no business or marketing knowledge and your business will not be able to thrive as it, as it should, you know, um, cause you are talented and you deserve to be paid for your art or your work or your time. Um, but learning how to business and market yourself is the key to getting clients. So yeah, just don't give up. Um, don't stop trying and, um, really look for the people who appreciate your art and the things that you create. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I love that advice. I'm totally going to take it in. And I hope everyone that's listening also just took in Grace's information, Grace's advice, because it's amazing. <laughs> um, but I want to say thank you so much for being on my podcast. I love learning about you. And of course, I've never had a photographer on my podcast. So Thank you for being the first one. I'm so excited for everyone to actually listen to this episode. Um, but just to end it off, please let everyone know where they can find you um, and where they can connect with you. Cool. Thank you. So my Instagram is just at gracefully captured. And then same thing, my Pinterest is like at, I think it's like pinterest.com slash at gracefully captured. And then if you want to follow along on my personal life, which is just a lot of dogs and taco runs, it is at Grace Jicka, G-R-A-C-E. J-I-C-H-A. And if you're in the Florida area and you want to hire me, um, check out my website, which is just my name, <laughs> gracejigga.com. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You're such a great podcast host and an incredible public speaker. So um, I had a ton <laughs> of fun with you. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed about Grace's story and my story. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget our merch is being released June 15th at 11 a.m. PST or 2 p.m. EST. Bye!